This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast. I'm RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And this is episode 57, I believe. You have no why idea. Why would you ever look at I me for that? It's a mistake. A <laughs> if you mistake. don't know, no one knows. It's episode 57, according to my list. Um, and this week is the week that you guys finally hear our recording from four weeks ago. Oh, did we put it? Are we putting it out this week? Yeah, it comes out midnight Wednesday. So Tuesday night. Awesome. Yeah. Um, which is like, you know, 26 hours from now. Um, but yeah, so very excited to be back. Excited to have interacted with some of y'all already welcoming us back. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. Do you have anything new or noteworthy? You always ask this like you're not around all the time. I already know the answer. You don't. Oh, yeah. I thought you were thinking of something. No. Oh, I bought the world's best thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. She's I wearing bought a blanket hoodie off of Amazon. It's just a giant blanket that they've turned into a hoodie and it has a giant pocket with a tinier pocket inside and it has a hood and it's but it's fleece blankie material and it's the best thing I've ever owned. Yep. Um, and how would they find that on Amazon? If they you wanted? literally just put in like blanket hoodie and it's the it's like there's one that's long down to your feet. I didn't get that one. And it says Amazon's choice. And it has a little phone pocket, too. I already said that. You weren't paying attention. Right. I wasn't. I was looking at our audio level. So all right. Caught me in that. Um, all right. What is new for me? No, uh, there was something I forgot about it. Oh, no. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Never mind. Anyway, wait, 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 wait. what was it? No, I mean, I'll talk about it later. Wait, just pause it. No, no, it's a joke for later. I, that's why I oh, thought I would bring it, it up, okay. but then I remember. Okay. Anyway, what are you talking about this week? Nope, we got nope. in the news. In the news. So in the news, we have, if everyone remembers, episode four of this great podcast, oh, which gosh. if you don't, then you're not a fan because it was our first good one. Umumu, uh, the probe. Remember it? Umumu, the probe. I remember that word. I don't remember much about it. The long cigar shaped thing people thought was an alien spaceship. Yes. Okay. Well, um, that happened back in 2017. We talked about it back in 2018. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, but there is an update. So, um, if you want to go check it out, check it out. It's our episode four, I believe. Um, I talked about it, but it was essentially a, the first documented interstellar object in our solar system. And, the, you know, there, everyone thought it was everything from just a regular comet, obviously, to um, an actual like probe from an alien race. Right. Um, and one of the main things, just to refresh your memory about it, what that that made us think it was something other than just a regular you know, a piece of rock was that when it went around the sun, the calculated trajectory changed. Yeah, right. right? I remember, remember that. that? Mm -hmm. um, but then it was postulated, well, maybe it was ice burning off of it, which happens to comets, which then that that steam actually does propel it just a little bit. Right. OK, well. Um, a scientist named something Lieb, I don't remember a something Lieb anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> he uh, has postulated that it was uh, a light sail. So we talked about a light, like it having a light sail, mm -hmm. um, because one of the main things about, well, how did it change trajectory is when it went around the sun, it's either burn off or a light sail because it didn't change drastically enough to be like a rocket. Right. Yeah. Well, he actually pursued that even further. So he 
doubled down on the idea that um, there were no release materials um, in uh, in the tail of it. So it couldn't have been a comet. Right. Okay. Um, they didn't find any gases or dust or anything that would propel it. Um, and so he ca- he calculated uh, that with these and other anomalies that, quote, the chance Umu Umu or. Yeah, Oumuamua was some random comet was ra- was around one in quadrillion, leading him to his blockbuster hypothesis that it was ac- that actually came from an alien uh, race. OK, oh, wow. so he and a colleague crunched the numbers and hypothesized that, quote, Oumuamua is was not actually cigar shaped, but possibly was a disc less than a millimeter thick with sail like proportions that would account for its unusual acceleration as it moved away from the sun. So it's very different. Yeah, it itself was a light sail. So what it was is, that, you know, they they calculate they base everything off of how much uh, light bounces off of it, right? Mm-hmm. And if you remember, like the amount of light that it reflected back to us was like eight to ten times what they expected. So in other words, that's really what made people think it was alien was because uh, it reacted the way metal would. Right. Well, another thing that would do that is if it was a light sail, right? So he says. Um, or so from the article, which I got from the New York Post, it says um, as to its purpose, Lieb isn't quite quite entirely sure what it would be. He speculated it could be, quote, space junk um, that once served as a kind of space navigation buoy um, used by some civilization a long time ago. Uh, quote, the only way to look for an alien civilization is to look for their trash, like investigative journalists who go through a celebrity's trash, Lieb said. Uh, of course, not everyone in the scientific community agrees with the theory in July of 2019. The Umumu team in the International Space Science Institute published an article in Nature Astronomy concluding, quote, we find no compelling evidence uh, to favor an alien explanation for Umumu. But Lieb, um, even though he admits uh, that, you know, it's kind of mind boggling to think this is aliens, he says, quote, some people do not want to discuss the possibility that there are other civilizations out there. Um, They believe we are special and unique, and I think it's a prejudice that should be abandoned. He later doubled down on this and says that uh, skeptics are bending over backwards to assign natural origins to the object whenever there are some explanations that would literally make more sense to the numbers that it isn't a natural phenomenon. and they said that uh, the scientists that suggested that the acceleration was caused by frozen hydrogen on its surface turning to gas uh, are completely ignoring that they didn't detect hydrogen yeah. with infrared cameras. Right. So, like, you know, similarly, like people do. And, and I agree with this. Uh, give people that believe in UFOs like a lot of hassle because they want it all to be UFOs. I actually do agree with the statement that, like. By saying it's got to be natural, you are ruling out another possibility, which is not good for science, right? Yeah, makes um, sense. And Lieb and a colleague actually published a paper showing that, quote, a hydrogen iceberg traveling through interstellar space would evaporate long before it reached our solar system. So there was that. Um, but yeah, so uh, he pretty much said that uh, this one, like the jury's going to be out on this one, but we are well more, we are way more equipped to find more objects like it than we used to be. And there actually already was one confirmed to be just a regular comet. Um, but the second inter- interstellar um, thing going through our solar system was called 2L Borisov, um, which was spotted entering the solar system by a Crimea- Crimean telescope in 2019. Um, and it was just a regular old comet. So uh, he was pretty much just saying if another one comes through and it looks like a light sail, then I was right. Otherwise, we won't know. So basically, we may just never know. Yeah, but that's still really cool. It is cool. It just feels like it's like, here's one guy commenting on it while everyone else is just like, still no. Well, a lot of science did say, like... 
that they don't know what it was, which I don't know is still better than it was definitively something else. Oh, right? Yeah, right. Like one of the things that they said was just that the gases and the dust just simply weren't detected, which is like, I, you know, I don't know about that. But um, but I mean, they still said like it is anomalous, which is still cool. Right. Yeah, it is cool. But anyway, so that was what's in the news. Um, what are you going to talk about? Because I'm up first. I'm talking about Dogman. Dog man. Um, and I am going to talk about the Matrix being confirmed, right? Oh, snap. So, yeah. So Matrix again? Not really. This one's so this one weirds me out. Um, I actually don't have notes, really. I mean, not much because uh, there's not a lot like documented about this that uh, I would read. Right. It's um, so it's it's a series of videos okay. um, that I found. And it's it's very strange to me because I've never heard of this. Um, and I definitely thought I would have. Um, have you ever heard of birds just like being paused in the sky? I've heard about the birds working for the bourgeoisie. Right. Okay. I've yeah. heard about birds not being real. No, oh, so they this, all died in 1980, whatever. And right. then so this pe- people have jokingly connected these two theories, but this one's actually serious. So um, if you want to follow along at home, uh, you can just Google bird frozen in air. Um, in order to pull up these videos. Right. But there's three videos, um, one from Instagram, one from Facebook, and then one from YouTube about eight years ago. Um, I'll put links in the notes in the liner notes uh, for the episode. That way you can just check them out. But uh, normally I'll let you Google for yourself. But for this one, I want you to look at the specific ones I'm looking at. And uh, yeah, it weirded me out. So first, I'm going to show Rachel the videos. So go ahead and take a moment and pull those up and then we'll just discuss all three. So yeah, we're going to do that now. Yeah. So I just so showed Rachel the videos. Um, it's actually four videos. I think I said three earlier. Um, so the first one, Rach, mm-hmm. is and for you following along, the one from Facebook with the crow um, in New Mexico. OK, from Kayleen Bowman. So she was taking uh, the dad, I guess, or boyfriend, something like that, uh, named Jay, was taking a little girl named Lily to school um, in Gallup, New Mexico. Um, And this person posted this video on Facebook and it said, quote, uh, the other morning, Jay was taking Lily to school. Lily said, look, that bird is frozen. And Jay stopped the car to see what she meant. Um, They saw this crow frozen in the sky and it looks like it was in the middle of flapping its wings. Jay said, you can see its beak moving. This still boggles my mind. What do you think? Uh, It went viral on Facebook and it's I mean it it is what it sounds like so it's a crow just midair maybe 15 feet above the ground because it's below some power lines um and it looks frozen so we're going to talk about theories here in a bit but this one is one of the more compelling videos like it doesn't look like this bird is caught or dangling yeah right, right. this one this one looks better than the other ones um, the second video, if you're following along, is a white bird, like a seagull looking thing. Uh, there's a red and white tower to the right of the video. And it again is just frozen. Um, it was on Instagram by Deza Bedrosky um, and says there's a, st- a static pigeon in the air next to a 4G antenna, which people have switched to 5G antenna, which we'll talk about. But um, yeah, so it's just kind of dangling there again. Um, the third one is a YouTube video from... 2014 called a a crow frozen midair again the bird is just dangling there with people underneath it and a bunch of people looking at it in the white bird video a bunch of people are stopped and looking at it as well um this one again looks static he's just chilling there also in the third video there's other birds that fly by yeah other birds fly fly by so it's not like the the sky is just frozen or whatever um oh there's actually a fifth video i forgot to tell you about that one um and then the 
fourth, the fourth video, sorry, is an old YouTube video from 20 or 2012. Um, and that bird definitely looks like it's dangling from something. Yeah. Right? That one's the worst yeah. one. Uh, the quality is not good. And you actually see the bird like pull its body up to its wings as though the wings are caught on something. But um, and even still, like with that one, whatever it's caught on is not really visible to us. the viewer. And it's just like out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, and then here's the fifth one. I actually forgot to show her. So we're going to cut for two seconds. Um, yeah. So the fifth video is of a uh, highway in California. Um, and again, there's just a bird just floating there. Um, so this one is particularly compelling for uh, for reasons. And we'll actually start the discussion with this one. And we'll work our way backwards. So um, this one's compelling because if you actually go through the comments on YouTube, um, a lot of people are commenting. I was on the highway. I was looking for a video proof of this because I was like driving at the time. I'm glad you got this. Um, and it sounds like the person in the video actually turned around to get this video be or the footage because the person was like, or they were just trying to find it in their camera because either which way they were going, uh, where is it? Like, where is it? Like looking for it because they, they, they had seen it before. Yeah, right. Um, but that one's very compelling because the comments. So a lot of people on that highway commented on YouTube like I was looking for this. I saw the same thing. I'm glad you got it right. Um, so, uh, and then working our way back, well, we'll just talk about it in general in this, in this regard, right? Obviously they could be all hanging from something, right? But no one's putting fishing line up in like weird places. So like in, in several of the videos, there's no anchor points that make sense. No, and there's nothing right? above them where they could be hanging like from dang, very well. Yeah, like, so if they were like tied up, yeah. there's nothing to dangle. Also... The birds, at least in, um, definitely in, a, in, uh, I'm not going to remember the right ones, but like a few of them, they're low enough to the ground where like, if there was something around them, I feel like the people who are looking at them would have yeah, and some videos have like seen it. 15 people looking at it, yeah, um, right. including police sometimes. Um, so this one actually caught me off guard in the sense that it's so simple, um, but it, but it really just like I said, it caught me off guard. I just like I I really don't know what to think about it. So um, obviously, like I said, the explanations are that um, there's photo manipulation potentially. But even though it's a simple film trick, like the amount of people saying they saw it as well. And then uh, some of the like rotating like so in the last video, right? like he drives under the bird. Like yeah. that's actually a fairly difficult shot to pull off. Um, and then you have you know, some others where um, there's multiple perspectives on the same bird. So I don't think they're film tricks, at least all of them. Um, the like third one, the one that was like really badly done and sketchy. That's the only one that I really the YouTube one. Yeah. The old one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that one looked the most like it was actually hung up in something because yeah. the guy didn't zoom out far enough for you to see anything. And it was also again, it's 12. I think the video is like 12 years old. So yeah, maybe eight years old, one of the two. So like it's much more potatoey. Also, it was very shaky. It and like very they kept like, getting like weird I think angles zoom of it. I think they were zoomed in. Right. But they kept getting like bad, weird angles and like missing it and yeah. only showing certain parts. And yeah, that yeah. one was the worst. But the weird part to me, I think the part that caught me off guard is one. I've never heard of this, um, which it's fairly common. Yeah. I, I haven't either. Yeah. Um, and then two, you know, it really ties into like, a lot of people think weird things about the bird, about birds. But um, and we're going to talk most about the kind of joking title of this Matrix confirmed. Right. But um, but yeah, I think it just caught me off guard because it's simple. Um, like there's no articles about these. Uh, and it's strange. So you you'll also see on YouTube like it repeated with um, airplanes. So like people see airplanes do the same thing. That one has been 
more or less debunked. Some I've of heard, those, I've heard of that. Yeah, some of those yeah. videos have been debunked on the, in the sense that uh, airplanes are so far away and they move in such a manner that if you get a perfect rotation or, or a weird angle at, at the time, especially if you're in a car, you can make something look like it's standing still. Yeah. Um, and again, they're far away. These birds are like. 12 to 15 feet off the ground like they're not this isn't like a duck hunting video where they're like way the heck up there right. and then well, come also in like like they're an just airplane there. doesn't like it, all it does is propel forward a bird flaps y- yeah like, like the motion is different to move oh, it yeah, has so to flap that's another thing i wanted to address um so none of these are cases of a bird uh you know, flying into a headwind or like a condor hovering. So they would be moving. Well, not only that, but you can look them up. Like even with a condor hovering, like you can see the wind at play in their feathers. Like these, these birds look as though you pressed pause and then we're rotating the camera. Right. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they're not that. So you can look up videos of like a condor flying into a headwind or even one of the ones I think this it's either a news site or something, but this channel on YouTube was trying to capitalize on this. You can Google bird frozen in midair and it's a bird clearly just struggling against the wind. Um, but you can see the difference right between it. Like these birds are not hovering into a headwind. You you can definitely tell. Uh, but yeah, it's just weird. It's kind of unsettling to look at. Um, but but the weird thing. OK, so again, we we start we started with reality, right? Like they could be wires for sure. Of course, yeah. it could always be a wire or camera trick. Um, that's obviously the most uh sensible solution right um but like people say well the the drones aren't working right well they clearly if they were drones they work with wings right if the if birds are fake which is that that big thing um no but i mean like if i were to say it's for sure paranormal the thing i would say is like it the the glitch in the matrix makes sense here it's Um, either the birds are fake or the world is fake it's one of the two yeah but i mean think about it from like the uh graphics rendering perspective which people talk about mm-hmm. right like man to populate all these birds all the time like if you had a hiccup with your gpu it might look like that but, the, but the, the, that's the thing that actually gets to me though about these videos is um you know people are like well where's the evidence and then when the evidence is there we want to just brush it off because it's too simple but it's like if you were to get evidence i think it would look like that yeah right it wouldn't something be something so huge simple thing. yeah it'd yeah. be something small or like if you look at um nba synchronized moments have you ever looked at that Mm-mm. oh it's very um okay hang on i'm gonna show her if you want to look it up I'll, I'll link this as well um but look up nba synchronized moments uh yeah okay so if you watch that video there, there's a bunch where it's clearly just these people have a bunch of cameras on them and well, they're gonna also, catch there's stuff. a bunch that are like you're it's game mechanics like, yeah, it, like this is the time to tie your shoe or this is the time to run back but right. there are some that are that are interesting right yeah, and again and of course sure. like as people we mirror right so like there there are things that you pick up that someone else does yeah um i Especially get it. someone you spend a lot of time with yes yeah but i am also saying if this is a simulation. I am playing the Sims, right? Or I'm the character and someone else is playing me in the Sims. That's exactly where you would get your GPU and CPU energy back, right? Is like weird little interaction. And it's just like Madden. Like the, the game looks perfect. And then you look at the crowd and you see one dude doing 100 things, right? Or 100 yeah. dudes doing the exact same thing. Right. Like the birds, like if you're going to find a glitch in the Matrix, it's going to be something that simple. Like, yeah. it's not going to. And I told you that, like, whenever we did the actual Matrix episode, right? Like, there are Reddit, um, <clears throat> like, subreddit forums dedicated to, like, 
there was a store there yesterday and then it's abandoned the next day and it like looks like there's years been in between. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Those types of things, like those little things are going to be the thing that you can always just go. Eh. Right. I mean, think about like from a ghost perspective. Right. Like it's it's our software messing up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just interesting in the sense of like, so what I specifically thought about was whenever I said, well, obviously it's going to be more likely that the bird is hanging from a wire whenever it's like, no, the math said it's more probable that we are living in a matrix. Right. (laughs) Like the math says that's more likely. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, if you think about. To go back to, and I know I've done an episode on this, so I'm not going to just keep bloviating, but the reason why the bird thing kind of tripped me out is because it's a sense of, like, how far do we really have to go until VR is indiscernible from real life, and at which point it's like someone could have developed all this, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that the Matrix topic always kind of delves into, like, religion topic. Obviously, of course it does. Um, But... I mean, it wouldn't like it is interesting to think about because it's like when you just think of it in a very matrixy way, um, it's a little bit terrifying. But when you think of it as like. That could be the way like that we were created, like all these things or, that talk or about, what we exist in, right? Like, yeah, like like all these things we talk about and people and different religions and what they believe in of what God is or what that religion is or whatever, like that could equal out to be something. Well, it's, like it's just, this? it's a whatever, uh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? It's however, whatever words you choose to describe the same thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause like, you could say God created all, or you can say he created a matrix. You could say a computer. He, or that like his quote unquote, let there be light was him turning on the computer. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And, and like, like you said, like it always goes back to religion, but I mean, really at the end of the day, it's like that, that wouldn't be that different. No. Right. Like you can but on its own. It is terrifying. Like on its own thinking of these birds, thinking of us being the same. Cause like when I think about it, when I think about the matrix, I think about me playing the Sims cause I play the Sims a lot. Yeah. And like, that's creepy. That's creepy that there's someone walking around, like pressing on me and saying, like, do this. That's creepy. But then when you really think about it, it's like, how, like, but that's what every religion says. That's happening what I'm saying. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's really not that different. And I get it. Like, obviously, each religion it's, has It's their just own. using it in, in our terms. And I think that makes it weird. Yeah. Right. Well, like, and it's just using it in different terms. Right. Like, like the idea of, well, and also, when we, when religion specifically in general, obviously, each religion has their own kind of different thing. But when religion talks about God, it's very. I don't want to use the word magic because a lot of people will be offended by that, but it's very um, well, outside of the realm of understanding. Yes, That's like it's by very definition. unknown yeah. when like this is a very clear way of like we understand this. Wording like this it makes in a way sense. That's yeah, um, but it almost makes it more icky because of that. Well, because again, it makes it real, right? Um, like it makes it like I could do it. Yeah. Well, I so like I think that. that's the thing just to, again, to kind of recap, because I know it's been a long time since our matrix episode, but one of the things about the matrix is you know, as we uncover mathematics and mathematics is so perfect, like one of the things that has been postulated is instead of us uncovering mathematics as our mathematics somehow represents the universe, mm-hmm. the, the thought has been, what if it's because our universe was made via mathematics, a.k.a. Yeah, simulation? Right. Because, I mean, it is. Uncanny how well. 
things fit into things right in 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 an, in an existence that loves its chaos right yeah um and stuff like that and so whether or not you think intelligent design means religion or back to rachel's point like or if it means you know the designer quote unquote is like a software engineer like it's just an odd thing to take something that's talked about so often and then switch it into terms that are real yeah right? um but yeah i mean like like i said it, it, but if we were to figure out like if we were to find any evidence of it, I think it would be just like this, where it's like something very small. Yeah, it wouldn't be something huge. And no, if it, because if that it would was be game something huge. It's we like would the difference be like, between it would be like we all died. Yeah, like it'd be something different between like Cyberpunk twenty seven to seven, which like got pulled off of the PlayStation five market, right, yeah. or PlayStation four market because it was so bad, versus a game that just hiccups. A little bit every now and yeah, again, the right? Sims. Well, and yeah, there's it, lots of times where I'm like, I have to shut it down and restart it, and then it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Anyway, the thing I was thinking about, like, what I was going to share was, if we are in a matrix, uh, I feel bad for my player because, like, literally 20 minutes before we started recording this episode, our I was taking out like our garbage cans, and um, they had filled up with water from a rainstorm because I guess the wind got blown over. And so, like for 20 minutes, um, my player had to watch me like drag out a 300 pound um, garbage can <laughs> in my robe. I was like crab walking across a quarter mile of our driveway, and it was like the most ridiculous looking thing. And the whole time, I was just thinking, man, if some dude is watching me do this, I, I feel ridiculous. But yeah. Hey, wait. I want to ask. So last time, I know we got into this pretty in-depth but i kind of want to know if your answer has changed do you still like would you want to know oh of course i want to know yeah really? I, I said that before the, so no, i know but i was just, wondering if it just changed. to remind the listeners too or a new listener um one of the things like certain scientists have literally petitioned for scientists to stop looking into the matrix because if on the one in a billion chance they uncovered it they're worried that our program would shut down yeah right um but yeah, I'd still want to know, even if it shut us down. No, I'd want to know. I would not want to know at all. Because there's nothing I can do about it. I don't want to know about things that I have no control over. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, just to think about it, though. So like... Also, it would make my life feel pretty meaningless. Well, people struggle with that all the time anyway. <laughs> well, I know that, but, but I mean, um, it would like, it would like it would confirm, confirm it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things like our... Well, here's, here's an interesting thing, right? Like, so if AI gets to the point that... Um, it's indiscernible from human beings, right? That's like one of the things that the matrix could be is like, maybe there are real souls or people, right? But maybe some of this, a lot of this world is populated by just NPCs, right? Just AI. Yeah. Um, I have seen people that act a lot like just bad AI. Oh, well, yeah. So like, like say that was confirmed, you'd be like, oh, that makes actually more sense. Like, oh, you, you totally yeah, than are. my previous <laughs> view that you were actually a real person, right? Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen people that like and not from like a stroke or, you know, something like biologically relevant, like people that just get caught in loops. Like I, like there was this lady who went viral who was like just yelling at these poor landscapers, like just racial slurs. But she just like looped the same crap over mm -hmm. and over and over again. And it's just like, yeah, that's probably an Sterling NPC. With his grapes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that needs context now, I think. Sterling just would not... Sterling gets stuck on stuff, and he gets very um, fixated, and he decided that he we had to talk about these fake grapes for about 30 minutes. He just kept asking me questions about grapes and talking about them and telling me their color and things like that. And I finally got to the point where I had to be like, okay, dude, we're done talking about grapes. Like, I can't. And then, like, 10 minutes later when I was sitting there, he goes, what about... And then she goes, just, like, to me, it was out of nowhere, but are we talking about grapes, Sterling? And he goes... <laughs> No, mama. <laughs> it was pretty good. Anyway, 
Yeah. So I think that was interesting. Right. Uh, I think it's I think it's weird to think about. So, oh, yeah, y'all check out those videos and let us know what you think about the Matrix. I'm becoming more convinced. I would never be surprised by it. It would it would scare me a lot. What if this? So like if our version of software, right? Like so software, AI, video games, like everything is trying to come up with like a verisimilitude, right? Yeah. Where it's like convincibly real, right? Uh huh. Like, what if it's just bits and pieces of our reality are populated by, you know, code, like like software, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it just wouldn't surprise me. Like, what if this was all just a uh, uh, ant farm style thing? I, I think um, I live in such a bubble of I don't ever think I'm smart enough to know everything that it would take a lot for any of that to surprise me. It would freak me out. It would make me afraid and scared and unhappy, but it wouldn't be like shocking. Same as like if ghosts were were exactly what we thought we were, they were same if like Bigfoot was real, all of it. I'd be like, Oh, huh? That makes sense. Just because I think that's literally what this podcast is about. I live in such a gray area that I, I just, there's not many things. Maybe, maybe, um, mediums yeah that you're might pretty, be the one that pretty <laughs> just because that. i just don't believe in it but yeah. in general yeah well yeah but i mean even think about that from that perspective of like this legitimate like our podcast right is those could be a small collection of like easter eggs and bugs and you know what i mean from a yeah. developer standpoint like right it's, it's just an it's an odd thing to think well and again like from an ai standpoint like will there for anyone that's like interacted with alexa right like there's so many times where it's so clear she's just ai right but then there are those little moments where her or like something else will kind of catch you off guard and you're just like okay and eventually and it's it's been stated many times like it'll get to the point that an ai looks back and says why am i ai right like yeah. what am i well something that i kind of think of that i feel like could explain maybe this better to me because we know nothing about it is like, why do we have motivation to do what we do? Like, why did me and you suddenly want to do a podcast? Why are there some people who are musically inclined or some people who are, you know, art inclined? Why, why do you suddenly want to pick up a paintbrush and start painting? Or why do you feel an urge to listen to music at this moment? Like, it's like, we have no understanding of why we feel these things or do these things or want to do these things. And yet we do. And we have, we have extremely strong passions about specific things that, come out of nowhere. Like sometimes it's like, oh, well, you know, my parents played a lot of music and I like music. Other times it's like, no, I just wanted to do I mean, it. Like, yeah, like me, like I, all many of my hobbies, I'd say 80% of them. I don't know people that do them. No. Yeah. It's just or, you. Like, it didn't come from my family. What was that motivation? Yeah. It would make a lot more sense if somebody just clicked on you and said, mm, do that. Yeah. Like I'm a writer, like nowhere in my line is writing like anywhere. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I do think it's interesting. Uh, well, and again, it's a blurred line between, well, do I just call that my soul or is it my code? Well, like, what is my soul? Is it code? Obviously, right? that's a very touchy. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, too, but, but again, yeah. you can take any like you said, you can take any person from any religion and just take what they say, decode it, rewrap it up in a new vocabulary. And it sounds like this. Like, that's just, you know, that's reality. Yeah. Right. Um, and whether or not someone wants to get offended, it's kind of like up to well, them. Because but. also another thing to think about is like, OK, so for me, I don't like the idea. Like, I don't want to know if I'm in a matrix because it makes me feel out of control. But at the same time, it's like, according to religion, 
God decides when you die. God's plan, right? Like, right. Or whatever. Right. Obviously, he's not like picking it. That's not what I mean. Right, but you know right. what I mean? You no, know, like, I'm just saying, like I said, right, like, just right. whatever wor- verbiage you so want to use. How is same. that any different than some dude looking at me on a computer and being like, it's your time? Well, and again, it's, it's how much do you romanticize that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like saying that, like, our soul lives on in heaven and saying it's a save, right? Like a save point. Yeah. It's all just right. about vocabulary. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think it's interesting. Um, and it's one of those things that, like you said, like it just, it wouldn't surprise me and one again like or that whole there's an element of truth to it right like like that wouldn't surprise me if it's just like at the end of the day like because mathematics is everything so if mathematics ended up being the way that you broke down what my quote-unquote soul is that also wouldn't surprise me right yeah like you can break down pi circles squares whatever using mathematics why not something that right now is nebulous yeah, so I mean that—that's the part that really gets me. Is like the more we know math, right? The more we can apply math to literally everything. I mean, we mm-hmm. do accounting, physics, like all this crap. Like quantum mechanics will eventually have really solid math to it, and even though some of it is math, and some right now is just theory, right? Like I said that word weird, but you get what I'm saying. Um, so, like, what if at some point, like philosophy gains math, and then you realize that? Just I mean, well, shoot, I mean, as a writer, like we look at um, like like you talk about like plot points and people put percentages of where they should be in a book. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have something that happens 25 percent, 50 percent, 75 percent. And then the climax starts around like 85 percent. Right. Like, like like we put mathematics to even art. Right. Yeah. The Fibonacci, uh, whatever. Anyway, I just think it's interesting. I think that like. If it if it turned out that literally everything tur- turned into mathematics, that wouldn't surprise me. And that's what this would look well, like. Well, and it would also like, like I was kind of what I was saying before, but just to kind of wrap it all up in a boat, like there's just so many things about our bodies and what we do and why we do and how we do that makes no sense. Or at least we don't know what it is. We don't know why we sleep. We don't know why we do this. We don't, you know, there's I think, just I think so... that, hold on. Let me pause you right there. I think that's the part that I kind of get to where this actually makes a lot of sense to me. Is That's what I'm saying. Where... We say it makes no sense. Right. Because and then to us, at some doesn't. point we've turned it into making sense. Right. Well, but just saying like if you could just say, oh, the reason that you do that is because someone told you to. I'd be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Or like a piece of code yeah. that was pre-written right. and told, told you, you to. You. Yeah. yeah. That they put into well, I mean, your instincts. Right. Like I know I've talked about instincts before, but like the difference between an instinct and a memory. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, that's actually just code. Right. Right. Like A.I., when you shoot a bad guy in a video game, something kicks in to make him act away. Right. Yeah. We do the same crap. Right. Like it's very interesting. That's the weird thing to me is, is this like whole conversation has made it less scary to me. I still don't want to know, but it's made it less scary. I don't know. I just find it. I find it interesting in the sense of like in a hundred years or like, let's say at the end of my lifetime. Right. So hopefully I mean, I'm Filipino, so maybe not that long, but <laughs> let's say I've got like 40, 60 years left in me. Right. Then what will our, understanding have been solidified in right yeah like genetics a hundred years ago was such a like crapshoot right oh right like darwin was piecing together like like he was like looking at the puzzle but like we're at the point with genetics like we can create we can print a puzzle right Uh um like that's what i'm gonna be interested in is like what are these things that we can apply mathematics to in a hundred years that that we couldn't write this second we can't even figure out like how they would even connect um because mathematics is already like connected to things that we never thought it would right Anyway, um, yeah, see, told you I didn't phone it in. I told Rachel I didn't have any notes. She was concerned, but there we go. I was. We, we made it a long time on that, actually. We did. Um, and it was a repeat subject, so that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so look into those videos, and we're going to go take a quick break, because I need water, and our dog is acting like a dweebus. La, 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 la
thing. Uh, I think we talked about this before, but it's been like eight months, nine months or something. But we tossed around the idea of like doing like a side podcast of. Oh, God, let's not talk about that again. We're barely getting back on this one. Fair enough. I'm just saying if anyone. No, it listens to us and is a huge Stop. reader and would like to us to do some Stop breakdowns making of books promises of things point. we can't do. Stop it. We do like mini just book review. RJ, it would be. No. I just love books. We can barely stick with this one. Let's just. OK, don't freak about. Chill. We're back. I we mean, have like yeah, five episodes. Banked process. Up. I get it. Anyway, go ahead. OK, so I'm talking about the dog man. Dog man. Today. Um, so clearly he's a cryptid. Uh, he is a monster. That has had many sightings since 1887. Um, he's described as a wolf-like creature that can stand on his hind legs to a height of around seven to eight feet. Um, they are covered in fur and have extremely muscular upper bodies. They have long arms that end in what look like hands instead of paws, a narrow waist, a bushy tail, long snout, full of sharp teeth and pointed ears. Uh, many who have seen them have said their faces resembled a German shepherd. To me, this just sounds like... Um, it was like old black and white horror movies where there's like the the wool, the like um, werewolf following the lady. Yeah. And it's like this horrible suit. It yeah. looks sounds exactly like that. Yeah, it does. Like the whole like muscular you said it's from 18 body. what? 18. 1887 is when okay, it started. Yeah. Um, their eyes have been described as intelligent and also yellow and that they glow in the dark, of course, because don't they always? Um. You're talking about eye shine, right? Like their eyes do or that they no, glow according in the them, they glow from the inside Oh, the eyes, the actual eyes okay. glow, according okay. to some people. Um, I think those people have never seen eye shine, but OK. <laughs> uh, most of the sightings have been in forests, marshes and farming areas east of the Mississippi River. Yeah, where something like a big dog might be. <laughs> sure, I got it. <laughs> also, um, is this like specifically U.S. or? Yes. OK. Uh, also. So. The most sightings are actually in Michigan consistently. And there's actually like a whole page of the Michigan. Yes, I, I follow the <laughs> I follow these Michigan based hunters that have been out in the woods more than any of these people. I guarantee it. And they've never seen it. So I don't believe it. OK. Um, well, anyways, there's actually a whole page you can go on. That's the Michigan dog man. Oh, specifically the Michigan. Yes, dog but man. there are other places as well. Um, yeah, because dogs are pretty prevalent. So I'm going <laughs> to guess that people have thought they've seen this. So the very first sighting was, like I said, in 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan, two lumberjacks saw a creature that they described as having a man's body in a dog's head. Um, in 1938, in Parrish, Michigan, a man named Robert Fortney was attacked by five dogs and claimed one of them was much bigger than the rest and stood on its hind legs. Which I think is hilarious. Like, imagine these dogs attacking you and there's one just like standing up, freaking you out. Mm -hmm. Um... A corrections officer named Ricky Sanchez, who lived in rural Wisconsin, was in his backyard one night. Can you go ahead and say that word again? Wisconsin? No. Rural. rural. Stop our, it. Our favorite word. I hate that word. Um, I'm, I, I was so proud of myself for just like skipping just through to get it. Just by yep. it. <laughs> uh, he was in his backyard one night when he got surrounded by five creatures that he claimed had long snouts, pointed ears, and massive frames. He, uh, he yelled loudly, I'm not afraid. Get away. And started gesturing wildly, which scared them away. They believed him? Apparently. Even though this guy was straight lying through his teeth. Yeah, you're terrified. There's no way you're not afraid. I just have diarrhea. I'm not actually <laughs> scared. Poop in my pants. So here's the thing. Why is this different from werewolf? I don't know. Or skinwalker. We have so many things like this. There was this. a huge 
claim of that they're just this is not a werewolf. They are very different. Oh, but it's a skinwalker. But it is in a different part of the U.S. That's probably why that's such a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's not Utah, you mean? Yeah, or New Mexico. Well, or New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Or Col- I think they're in Colorado, too, aren't they? Pro- yeah, they are. Um, but uh, Ricky claims that he has had 15 encounters with a dog man since 2010. Where's Ricky from? Like, how'd you find but him? But that was the scariest one. Is he on the Michigan He's the Michigan side, guy. dude? Yeah. But he's like, he owns the site, or? No. This was the story. That told us. Oh, this I is the 1887 about. story. This no, is still this dude? No, the corrections officer who got five, do- five, was surrounded by five of them. Yeah, I get it. I'm saying, where'd you get this story? From skillset.com. Oh, okay, never mind. I, th- I thought, I was wondering if he owned the website. No. What website? You said there's a Michigan Dogman website. No, I didn't. <laughs> what? I said there is a page that specifically talks about the Michigan oh, Dogman. I thought man. you meant a web page, like a website. Well, there's okay. a web page, but it's Wikipedia. It's oh, not. Oh, not like a specific no. site. I got also, it. Also, okay, I talked about the 1887 one a long time ago. Are you here? Are you paying attention? You said attention? he's the guy. What guy? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was wondering. <laughs> Oh my God. I, can't, I can't have this conversation anymore. <laughs> Anywho, he's had 15 encounters. That one was the scariest one. It was the five. Yes. Yeah. The one where he said specifically that he I'm was not, not afraid scared. of you. <laughs> Get away. Yeah. Um, also, just I just like to think of like, you know, I always like to put myself in these situations whenever I think about this. And it's like there's no part of me that would like be calm and be like, I'm not afraid. Get away from me. I would be screaming and peeing my pants. I would not be talking to these things. I was literally surrounded by a pack of dogs like uh, three yeah, but days also, ago. According like you don't think these are dogs. It's not only is it dogs. It's, true, it's dog creepy, man. evil dog, dog man. man. Yeah. I just want to know what the difference is. And like, there's a whole Reddit page. There's also a website called dogmanencounters.com. It's a, it's a radio show. People call in about their dogman encounters. Yeah. Some of my stuff is from that. So like, this is a big deal. And I'm just confused about how they think this is so different. Well, that, that's the part to me is just like, if you, if you're pressed for it, and you saw Bigfoot, but you knew Dogman, you'd call it Dogman. If you saw Dogman, you saw and you knew Bigfoot, you'd call it Bigfoot. Like, but also like or werewolf, or werewolves, yeah, or Skinwalker, right, or Black Shuck, which we've done, yeah, which is a giant dog, yeah. It's just very or confusing. The Lizard Man of Squee Squaw Squamp, or yep. whatever it's called. Yeah, that remember. one. Yeah, yeah I, just, I, I don't get how. I don't that's. know. So in 2018, people love the regionally specific monsters, though. They do. It's true. Um, but this isn't very region. Like it, it ranges from Mississippi to Michigan. That's a lot. No, that, I mean that's huge. That's 60 percent of the U.S. Right. So I'm saying. So it's not even very local. Like that one. The well, I think the swamp what it, guy, he was in a very specific region. Yeah, but like you, you get a dog with mange with huge paws. It's going to look like hands. I don't know. The only or thing that, bear with the mange. Only, yes, because the only thing that yeah. ever convinces me that it has to be bears is that it's on their hind legs. Dogs don't walk on their hind legs. Yeah, but but it, yeah. And like a well, bear and with they, mange. They, think about that. Many of them have or at least some of them have quoted seeing them run. Dogs cannot run on their back legs only. They can walk on their well, back legs. So I'm very... Maybe a very specific very, dog. Yeah, specific. You know what I mean. Dogs in general. Yeah, yeah. And they would have to be huge, which Bear, is why. Bears don't generally either, but they but can. They can yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so another sighting is in 2018, two SWAT deputies were conducting sniper training in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana. Yes, these are like. Man, that's all the way across. Yeah, I know. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, 
When they How have sp- I never heard of this? I don't I've never heard of it either. When they spotted a large dog-like creature walking on two feet, moving in their direction, once it started getting close to them, obviously they were like, they were doing sniper training, so they were like up in trees. So they started to run. They were up in trees. Yeah, they were up in trees, because they're doing like sniper ground training. They're up in trees, aren't they? Well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, me. those are cool snipers. Anyways, well, they're part of the SWAT team. Anyways, so basically once it started to get too close, they were like, peace out. This is way too close for us. So they started to run. Um, they, got, they climbed down out of the tree to run? Yeah, they like jumped down and started running. Jeez. And uh, it started chasing them through a creek bed. So they were hiding, and they, but they didn't want to get too close to them, right? So they fired at the dog man to scare it away. Um, but instead of this, it caused another dog man to show up. Um, and they seemed to be looking for the deputies and they were like, clearly like, well, OK, that, that real quick, though, that real rules out the bear with mange thing like bears would run. Well, not only that, but like the, the likelihood of having two bears, which don't with mange. Yeah, yeah, with mange that don't generally. But there's always a chance together. that like they only saw one. I mean, of them there well, is a chance. Right. Well, or it was the same one twice, which that happens with animals, too. That's true. Um, but, anyway, but they were like clearly sniffing the air. Looking around, trying to find... Acting like a damn dog, man. These two dudes, yeah. And um, finally, like, apparently they walked very close to where they were hiding. Uh, but they didn't find them. So they fi- eventually both of them retreated. This is the best cryptid we've ever talked about, except for maybe Bigfoot? Maybe, yeah. And this one I've never even heard um, of? So the deputies then waited five minutes before obviously they left cover and got in their cars and peaced. Okay, well, hold on. Where did this deputy story come from, though? Like, has it been confirmed by them? Yeah, it was their story. I mean, according to skillset.com, it was their story. But like, you know, like they actually talked a website. to them. Or yeah, no? really? Yeah. But they didn't say their names. The other two, they did say their names. So I'm assuming the deputies didn't want people to know. Who but they, they actually were. talked to them. Yeah, it was wow. their stories. So. Um, I have a hard time with monsters, though, like. Well, I do there's too, but so that, many that's different, very compelling. Well, but also, there's so many different kinds of things that we know nothing about like if you ask me no, to name but but that's actually specifically why that story is so interesting you have these dudes who generally don't get me wrong it's not like they're trained biologists but they were in a somewhat like non-threatened position to observe yeah that's what snipers literally do is observe right. and then chased and in a prolonged encounter it's not like a sniper said oh i got a glimpse of something from a quarter mile away and then it disappeared no it was this thing walked at me i saw it so clearly that it scared me i ran and it chased me and then i saw it chase me like that's a that's the most prolonged encounter i've ever heard of with a cryptid yeah same i just again my my thing is always like if you asked me to name five species of bears i don't think i could monkeys i don't think i could like there's just so hold on challenge accepted Polar, Polar bear, bear, grizzly black bear, bear, black bear, grizzly bear. Well, yeah, but then a grizzly is a brown bear, so you can't say that one. Okay, so brown bear then? No, you say, I can't. You can't. Why? A grizzly is a brown bear. So. Yeah, we said black bear. Yeah, so that's, but we said grizzly, so that's three. Okay, give me two more. Panda bear. Is that, does that count? I'm gonna count it. I don't think it counts. I think he's a marsupial. I always get this mess up, mixed up. But no, I don't know. red pandas are marsupials. I think oh. pandas are no pandas are not bears. I didn't think they were bears. No. So you have two more. But maybe they're a bear. They're not bears. Give me two more. You got the. Uh, you've got the um, the short nosed no, bear. No, RJ, you're just no, talking. He's, now. he's extinct. Oh, you can't talk about extinct ones. Why? Because they're not here. Things I could see. You got nothing, homie. I don't remember any other bears. Give me five of monkeys. 
monkeys. Yeah. Oh, I know they're not technically monkeys, but I know the primate groups. So you have the. That's not what I'm talking about. Lieutenant Nogo Gooch. Oh, my gosh. Lemurs, Tarsiers. This is not what I was here for. Hold on. Lemurs, Tarsiers. My uh, point is. Something orangutans, gibbons. Yes, we're very proud of you for your biology knowledge, RJ. And humans. Anyways, my point is the amount of different breeds of animals out in the woods, in the wild, that we know nothing about is humongous. So specifically like, you know, SWAT dudes who it's not their job to like name things. Because who knows what kind of wolves there are or bears there are or. Well, but that is one. Yeah, Louisiana, like specifically swamps. It's hard to get a good feel for what's out there, but generally large bipedal things don't thrive there. True. I don't but know. That doesn't mean it's that just there's very interesting. No, it is. It's just I, I always have a weird. And specifically, you said that was New Orleans. Yeah, that was, Shre- no, Shreveport. That was Shreveport. Sorry. Yeah, still weird. So here's another one. Um, Dave Letty and his wife, Lisa, were driving down a remote road in coastal North Carolina um after 1 a.m and they they were they had a little camper on the back of their truck and they were looking for a safe place to camp for the night no Um, don't tell yourself this story yeah sorry i already read it uh (laughs) they heard a loud thunk against the rear of their airstream moving to the obviously parking and moving to the back of his trailer he noticed a large dent below the right tail light uh but he didn't write like he hadn't hit anything that he saw obviously um he heard something moving in the marsh just off the road. When his eyes focused on the area uh, where the noise was coming from, he uh, saw something that he claimed to be a much larger version of one of his German shepherds. He heard two loud popping sounds as it reared up and stood on its back legs. Uh, it stared at Dave, growled, and then looked to its right. When Dave looked to this in the same direction, he saw another one on all fours creeping towards him. Um, then the first creature stepped forward and bared its teeth. Uh, and then they both began to advance on him. He raised his pistol and fired. Sure, he had hit the first one in the shoulder. It stopped and he used the momentary pause to uh, jump back in his truck and leave. He looked in his side mirrors and counted two more standing behind the first pair. All four gave chase until Dave was nearing 40 miles per hour. When he saw them slow, peel off the road and head back into the marsh. He kept driving, and obviously like, he didn't stop until they made it to a town and well-lit parking lot to spend the night. Don't blame him. Um, but undeterred by that experience, Dave now investigates dogman sightings. He has several more encounters of his own. and told, That is how most cryptid people start. Yeah, yeah and told the story in an episode of te- <clears throat> the television series Terror in the Woods. Oh, so, interesting. If you ever want to watch that show, there's one about, what was his name again? Dave, Dave. Letty. Yeah. And the dogman. The dog man. So, yeah. So there's his story. Um, so I actually found the whole dog man thing in the first place off of looking up uh, cryptid Reddit stories, because that's where the most obscure, crazy stuff is found. So there is an actual subreddit called Dogman, and um, people have posted a lot of their own experiences on there if you want to check that subreddit out. Uh, but this specific one is was posted by someone with the username The Wild H, and the post is titled My Encounter. So here's how theirs went. Quote, since I had been since I had a few people wanting to hear it, I'll share. Going into it, I'm about 20 to 30 minutes from the overhyped hotspot Taylor, Mississippi. I'm assuming Taylor, Mississippi is a place a lot of people have um Dogman sightings. Yes. Yeah. I was 15 years old and me and my uncle and a few cousins were going out coon hunting about 15 minutes down the road from my house. We got there and 
we shot the shit for a little bit before we turned the hounds loose. I had a black and tan that I've never seen back down from anything. Obviously, a black and tan is a dog, right? Yep. Um, Coon dog. Yeah, I figured. But when I opened the door to the dog box, he wouldn't budge and his hair was rolled up all down his back. I thought maybe a coyote because he was missing part of his ear because of one of them. Um, Then a smell hit my nose that I can't even begin to describe. It was horrible. So I got curious and shined my light to a stand of pines about 20 to 25 yards ahead and got an eye shine that slowly started to rise and stopped at about eight, seven or eight feet. And I don't know what to think. So I told my uncle who then got his expensive light and shined it. And we all about ourselves. What I seen was brown in color and a head that looked like a shepherd or a husky head. And I swear that thing smiled at us. It wasn't snarling or growling, just sitting there. And I guess it finally got tired of the light because it let out this gut rattling growl that made us turn us run in trucks and fly home. Needless to say, the dog slept in the house that night, end quote. So that is As someone that frequently frequently stays in the woods by himself and has been growled at from the brush. This is actually the first one to give me a little bit of pause. Really? Yeah, because Why? well, I mean, from like a. Physical description standpoint of just like. Like, I bet this country boy knows what a bear looks like, right? Yeah, clearly he goes out a you lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. So I don't know. It's just a little bit. That is what I think about a lot of, um, I'm not saying it's a monster, but a lot of these people that have these experiences are people who generally spend time in the woods. Like I, if it was me, I could have thought a bear was anything. I don't spend time actively out in woods that bears would be in. Like I go to like campsites or I go on hiking trails. I don't go out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but a lot of these people who talk about these cryptids and see these have these sightings do or have. And that's always really interesting to me because it's like, I'm not saying you saw a monster. There's a high chance you just saw something that maybe a lot of people don't get to see because you're in places that people wouldn't go or you're there more often or whatever. But it is that part is interesting because I, yeah, I wouldn't I, I would assume someone like that would not, especially with his uncle with him. Neither of them would look at a bear and be like, Want to get, oh, and what the, is that? And the dog being freaked out. Because a dog would react either aggressively or politely to another dog. Yeah. Like they know what a dog it smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Also, though, it kind of sounds like it was at night. Well, it, why yeah, would you need a flashlight? They have good flashlights, though. I, I mean, get like it. my flashlight. So <laughs> I heard something coming out of the woods the other the other day when I was in my campground with my son. And uh, it was just like this loud crashing, like from like eight feet away from me um, while I was cleaning up. Um, get ready, getting ready for bed. And, uh, you know, I'm like taking off my pants. So like I'm like in my like shorts, uh, I'm ready to get into bed. And I just hear this like ridiculous crashing. And I, I turn and it's this raccoon that like <laughs> is the fattest raccoon you could ever imagine. It was like, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to hyperbolize this, but I think it's a 40 pound raccoon. Okay. Like he's massive. He's bigger than my dog. He must be the happiest raccoon of all time. He was. He also had never heard of the concept of a flashlight. Clearly, because he was like, oh, it's dark. I must be invisible. Right. I shine my flashlight on him. He's like in my campground and he just stops moving right in the middle. I expect him to run. Right. And then like. As my light is still on him, he like picks up his little left paw and is like, I'm just going to keep going. Right. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Stop coming into the campground. So I'm yelling at him at this point. And then 
Like the minute it settles down, he's like, there's no way he sees me. He starts walking <laughs> more and like I've never taken the flashlight off of him. And uh, so then I start going at him and I'm like, hey, get out of here, you know. And uh, he does not care like at all. Like th- this is the least caring record I've ever seen in my life. Um, but anyway, he finally took off whenever I popped off a shot, but um, not at him, but like to scare him. Yeah, right. right. Um then he finally left. But uh, but yeah, anyway. And RJ wonders why I don't go to his land. He was he was really cute. Oh, I have a picture of him because he was on my game camera. Fattest raccoon. Also, though, it would make sense that a raccoon like him would have no idea what to do with what you were doing because that is out in the middle of nowhere. No, he's probably not come across many people. Um, yeah. So here's the other thing. What if um, a dog was just like climbing a stump or something? Oh, yeah, totally. Or like, yeah, standing on a rock. Well, because I mean, think about that, like from a from a fear perspective. So you see the eye shine rays, which could happen because you're climbing a rock or a stump or whatever. Yeah. And then when you when you turn on the flashlight, it is confirmed that it's a dog head now eight feet in the air and you freak out. Yeah. But you you didn't shine anywhere else. You don't look specifically at where. Well, or just thick underbrush, right? Like where I camp. I wouldn't be able to tell what he was what what, he was was standing on. He would look like he was standing on his hind legs. Right. So, I mean, that's a legitimate thing. But yeah, I mean, dog man, I think. Again, bear with mange or just bear in general. You could, especially if you're freaked out or in the dark or whatever, you could you can miss it. Or just some kind of thing that we don't know about yet. It's like that. Yeah, it's that like too. the whole chupacabra thing. Or just, just a, a wolf. I mean, people would be surprised at how big a dang wolf is. Yeah, I think there's one, well, especially the other thing, too, is packs. Obviously, that makes a lot of sense to me because that's not bears. Um, because so many yeah, of these. Well, that's true. Almost all of these sightings are more than one. Yeah. Which bears are normally uh, alone. No, that's true. So. Well, black bears are more social, but right, yeah, but still, even still. Yeah. Wolves inherently work in packs, right? Yeah, so no, that's true. Um, yeah, wolves can get really big. And also. Wolves get huge. Also, wolves in general, unless they're really hungry, leave you alone. So like the likelihood of seeing wolves, I feel like isn't as. Like oh, a, it's very hard to see a wolf. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like a bear will mess with you. Like come into your camp just to steal your stuff and like that kind of stuff. But I feel like wolves are much more likely to be like, yeah, I'm not messing with that. And it's interesting. Um, Hold on. I have one more fact. Oh, one more thing. Um, There's actually a movie. It's called Dogman. And it was created in 2011 by Rich Bauer. So if you ever want to watch it, I have no idea what it's about. I don't know what we're doing here. What's his Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, oh, wait. I'm setting over under a 17. Okay. I'm and gonna I'll take say, the over, but only barely. I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a solid seven. So you're going to take the under at yep. 17? Yep. Okay. Dogman movie. The problem is there's other movies called Dogman. Yeah, that's an Italian movie, and that's clearly not what I'm looking Dog for. Dogman. Oh, that's not good. RJ, I'm definitely taking take that, that out. out. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's a me. Dogman. Okay. 21. Ah, I took the over. You got I it. I was real close at 17. 3.4 out of 10 on IMDb. That's not, that's not good. It's but it's not, not as good. bad as I thought. So. Oh, hey, it's that one guy. I know him. It says, dog man, people see things. Mm, <laughs> interesting. That's the, um, what's it called? The subtitle? Yeah. No, yeah. not subtitle. That's not the right word. The oh, catch, the tagline. The tagline, yeah. The, yeah, okay. But yeah, so if you're ever interested in watching a um, terrible movie about dog man. Dog man. Go ahead. But yeah, I, this is how I feel about, like, okay, the only one I ever really feel strong or stronger about, I think, is um, Bigfoot. But again, I'm going to go ahead and say Bigfoot is a different breed of some animal we already know what is. I don't think Bigfoot is a man. Well, or again, 
if any cryptid exists, more people will call it Bigfoot than anything else, right? Yeah, true. Because up until tonight, I would have called Dogman Bigfoot. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, I just there's just so much of the world that's unexplored. There's so and there and also so many of these animals, they're what's in their genetics, what's in their instincts that we were talking about is to hide, is to stay away, is to get away from loud humans. Like they hide from us on purpose. Obviously there's going to be moments where maybe you're being quiet or you come into a place where they are or whatever, that maybe you see these things. But in general, most of them, like you think about it with like bears, most people who see bears, either you see them from very far away and you come across them or they come into your area and find you like they live here. You don't. You came into their space and made noise and did things they didn't like. So most of these things are going to hide from you unless they want to hurt you in some way or they want your, your stuff like bears. Bears most of the time just want your crap like or raccoons. But yeah, that's what I always think of is like the idea that like there isn't just different species or different breeds of the same thing is ridiculous because we don't know most of what lives out there because it literally works to hide from us. So, yeah, maybe there's Dogman. I don't know. Maybe it's just really big wolves that somehow have, for some reason, adapted to walk. It's it's the sniper story that gets me, though. Yeah, that one's really interesting to me. That one was the most compelling. There's a chance, like, I don't know, maybe they, I don't know, embellished it or something. But yeah, I mean, obviously, that's always a chance. But yeah, it's just interesting. Well, especially because, like, if they were in, like, the heart of Michigan, let's say, and then they came up with that, it's like, well... You grew up with these stories or whatever. Like, this is Louisiana. This like, is somewhere very far away. Yeah, if yeah. anything, you, they would have said it was like an eight-foot But also, gator. that's the other thing, is like, you're so far away. How are they all the same thing? Right. Like, Louisiana to Michigan? Well, and then all the way up to, I mean, Mississippi, too, which, again, is the and south, but it's still North not Carolina. Louisiana. Weird. It's all over the place. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and then my... Um, hold on. Oh. I gotta get back to it. Oh, I said my sources, and I'm gonna link My it. sources are um, the Fandom Wiki, which is, like, the fandom of Dogman... DogmanEncounters.com, SkillsetMagazine.com, and Reddit. All right, cool. Uh, everybody have a good month because you won't hear this for a while. But um, yeah, have a good week, though. Yeah. Oh, wait, I wanted to say um, I know that we're just starting again. And obviously, like this won't come out for another, like a month and a half. But something that we really loved before and that we would love for you guys to do again or if you're new to do is giving us ideas and references like obviously like we were these are two things neither of us have ever heard of that just showed up kind of in our lives and we found very interesting so clearly we are not like we don't know about all this stuff so we love when you guys send us in references and ideas and like things you've heard of or like personal stories obviously are great those are always good because we're doing a listener story for our listener stories um but yeah like if there's something in your town specifically that's how we found the lizard man of something or swamp. Swamp. i can't remember yeah. what it is um and a lot of other ones too so yeah please send us anything you find interesting even if it doesn't have a lot of stuff we can at least like mention it and talk about it a little bit just because it's that's what we're here for like we obviously don't want to talk about all the things everyone's heard of and the things that we've heard of a million times we wanted to learn about new stuff so yeah definitely send us in your um your stories and things that you've heard about at skips get pod on instagram twitter and facebook and then skeptical skeptics at gmail.com or skeptical skeptics.com. And you can find the links to all of those. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you and we're glad to be back. Thanks. Bye. Welcome everybody to the skeptical skeptics podcast. I'm your host, RJ Metzger. Nope. Ah!
Cut. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. In California, and there's just again a bird just floating in the middle. It's the 17th biggest tree. Oh, you know, I love my big tree videos. 